we're live. We're live. And recording. Oh my God, it's an exciting day in life. This is a podcast as well. It's a podcast about horror movies. This is our top 13 favorite <laughs> horror movies of all time. Just because, why not? It's, it's October, right? So that means that we can uh, talk about horror movies and enjoy them while we can because Hollywood ain't making any more because Hollywood is dead as shit. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, Dick. Hi. Hi. We're here to discuss our top 13 ones, because why not? Like you said. Yeah. 13. So, 45 minutes. we got to move fast. Um, yes. Who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well, do you have honorable mentions that you want to mention? Or? I have two honorable mentions. Okay. I have a lot. <laughs> I, I tried to keep my list thin, and I do have a couple on here that are like, borderline horror or not but I, fuck you it's on my list i got rid of the comedies that's that's all you can ask for me honorable mentions i have the thing and i have new nightmare oh okay outside of that is science fiction so i don't have it on my list i i just think it's science fiction to me it's it's a horror movie i guess but it's more sci-fi. It's an alien. Yeah. I, like I don't disagree alien... that there's definitely overlap between genres all the time. That's why I say it gets a little yeah. tricky. Well, that's what I mean. That's why, I, uh, for okay, to so be more precise, my list is more involved with uh, paranormal, supernatural, not aliens, not space, not killers, not slashers. There had to be some kind of uh, un- otherworldly element at work. So it, that's how I hold on. Horror. You just said otherworldly, and then you before that you well, said I mean, other, the thing other worldly, like uh, otherworldly, like supernatural, like it's like that. You know, you could maybe argue. Yeah, I would say otherworldly, but like ghostly figures. I'm not talking about. Okay, you have a very narrow version of horror. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You mean horror? <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean horror? No, I mean Dick's version of alien. You you just said slashers don't count. If you don't count slashers, then slashers is a slasher. Slashers its own genre. No, it's not. It's a horror subgenre. I don't like the slasher genre. I think it sucks. (laughs) I don't disagree, but I'm saying it's still a horror genre. Yeah, and I don't have mine in any particular order, but I'll I'll say my honorable mentions: Uh, The Exorcist, The Conjuring. The Host, Dawn of the Dead, both versions, The Blob remake, Hereditary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Though technically the Bob shouldn't be sci-fi, so I, I broke my own rule. Uh, Trick or Treat, Starry Eyes, and The Ring 2002. I think those are decent okay. horror flicks. Uh, fuck The you Ring, see, but I would. You see Starry Eyes? Yes, I have. I would also put... It's a Netflix movie. It's pretty good. Yeah, you put a movie on there that I was going to... De- was on my own. I don't mention. Hereditary. Um, that and the the Vavitch, I would definitely put on my honorable mention list. Yeah. What? What? You just froze on me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like you look like you want to say something. Can you hear me? No, now? no. I hear you now. Yeah. Okay. It, the yeah. Awkward silence there. So my number no. thirteen. I do have mine in order, but you know they could be rearranged right. slightly. But 
Um, I just went off my top 100 list and just yeah. culled it from there, because why That's not? That's fine. Yeah. My number 13 is going to be Frailty. Ooh, yes, very good. Because Bill you, you said you gave it the the go-ahead. Yes, I would say that's a horror movie, yes. Because you're talking about demons, Fenton. Demons. Yes. I, I took the holy axe and I killed a demon, Fenton. Dad, those aren't demons, they're people. Shut up, Fenton. Yeah, I you, was weak and I couldn't kill you. I think your quote was, it qualifies as horror because there's demons, murder, and... <laughs> Um, uh, powers booth. Powers booth. That's right. I don't know what that powers means booth. as far as qual- you know qualifications goes, but powers booth apparently means whore. To me, he's one of the greatest actors of all time. Him, Stacy say- Keach, and uh, <laughs> what's the other guy's name? Um, oh God, probably. Um, oh, Matthew McConaughey, Stacy Keach. No, not Matthew McConaughey. Oh, no. <laughs> powers so booth, Stacy Keach, and he is in. Yeah. Starship Troopers. Oh, uh, uh, um, um, the guy from Total Recall. Yes. Michael Ironside. Michael Ironside are Michael all Ironside. in that yeah. same actor category. Yeah, it's that character actor from the 80s and 90s that are either bad Interchangeable. guys or good guys. And Michael Ironside goes back and forth, but I think Pirates Boost mostly plays a good guy. Michael Ironside just loses his arm a lot. No, that's Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside lost three arms. Duke cannot keep and an then- arm. Three, three, uh, three arms, two legs. I saw, and Sergeant Troopers lose both legs. Maybe what? Maybe the man I am today. <laughs> that's right. That's right, son. Infantry, maybe the man I am today. <laughs> Got no legs, half an arm. My, my number thirteen <laughs> is yes. House. House from nineteen eighty-seven. House think? MD eighty-six with Hugh Laurie. Not House MD. The George Dwent oh. is in this version. It's a horror. It's a horror slash. <coughs> technically, ah. okay. Here, here I am breaking my own rules. It's not a comedy, but it's funny, and it's a horror movie because it's pretty much straight up horror. There's a lot of scary moments, but it's also kind of tongue in cheek. I think it's more Fred. It's Fred Decker. I think Fred Decker did it, so he's more comedy sort of slated. I saw so, House when it came out, or like you know, shortly thereafter, and I haven't seen it since then. Yeah, it's about 1986, I think it came out, roughly. Yeah, like in 1990, maybe 89, yeah. 90, I was at a friend's house, and it was on TV. No. And I saw it. It's a fun like, one. Trying to figure it out, yeah. Richard Richard Mall's in it. They made a ton of sequels. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, all of them are terrible. I guess the sex second one's probably okay, but they're pretty bad. They, they get worse. And there's one that's not even that's not even a house movie. They called it House 4 or something, and it's with... Um, uh, Lance it? Henriksen House 4 and, The Possession um, It's called something It's stupid Where it has nothing To do with House It's just really bad and Every time you killer. say House I picture Hugh Laurie Every house. single time I'm House I'm gonna try to save his life Okay I'm House House 4 is 1992 Yes that's the one I think with um, There's Lance Henriksen No Oh, maybe it's not. Oh, you know what? It could be House 3. I'm sorry. House. Maybe it's House 3. But it's like a not a very good House movie. It's pretty House bad. 2 has Bill Maher. And it has the girl from uh, uh, Wings that we talked about in Twilight Zone a minute ago. Full circle. House 3. I can't even find House 3. That's the one that's not called House 3. That, that's got to be uh, the Lance Henderson one, then. Yeah. It's not called... 
body house or house of body or house of pain slash house, house pain. three. I don't know. It's not good. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. My number twelve is going to be an American Werewolf in London. Very good. It's a good choice. It's a comedy, but it's also a horror. But it, I, I qualify my comedy list as: Does it also work as a horror movie? Because I don't think yes. general people, like general audience, watches it. They're going to laugh a whole lot. It's going to work more as a horror movie than a comedy. Like Shaun of the Dead is just going to work as a comedy, no matter how. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead's funny. But American Werewolf in London works both ways because the comedy is very subtle. And, yeah, um, you're right. So I put that on my horror list because it's a great movie. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. That's a good job. Classic. American Warrior from Paris sucks. I don't know why they made that. No one likes that movie. Nobody likes that movie. Fucking Unless you're retired. terrible. Unless you're Cole Lowell from Wings. You like that movie. <laughs> Thomas Hayden Church loved it. My number 12. Yes. I'm going to say uh, um, Candyman. Okay. Good movie. Uh, Tony Todd, Virginia Madsen. It's a good horror movie. Um, it's one of those that I haven't watched in a long time, but I have it on like the Sound Factory Blu-ray, and the commentary was interesting. It's just it's a different kind of horror movie. It has a, a black lead, which you don't see too often in these horror movies, and a woman, female lead, which you don't really see. Well, I mean, you do, but they're always the victim. But in this one, she's more or less the catalyst for the whole thing. And it's just um, really well done. Clive Barker's story. Yeah. Written and directed by somebody. I can't remember his name in my head, but it was very good. One of the few Clive Barker projects I don't hate. I don't like right, Clive yeah. Barker. I don't give a fuck right. about him. I don't like Hellraiser. I, I, can, I can understand that. I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do like Candyman. You. Have, you seen yeah, the, have you seen the new one? I did. I liked it. I really did. I, think I did, the, too. The, the new one was good. I liked the new one. I wanted more Tony Todd. I didn't realize he was only going to be there as the... They have an yeah. end on that a spoiler for that movie. Yeah. Where it's like they're kind of showing how he appears to people throughout the ages, and it's just quickly right. Tony Todd for a moment. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that was it. But then he comes back at the end. Yeah, but I wanted more Tony. I wanted a lot of. <laughs> I just thought it was flat out going to be Tony Todd. Well, I left the. There was some uh, like countdown of the best horror moments or whatever, and Tony Todd was on it. And they talked about that scene where he has the bees in his mouth. And he opens his mouth, and Candyman, there's bees, live bees in it. And he says, that was all real. And he goes, that was me with bees in my mouth. Yeah. There's no CGI for that shit. <laughs> no. He goes, you know, if you're an actor, you just got to say, fuck it and roll with it, or else get out. Get out of the business. That's what he said. I thought that was pretty funny. It's true, because imagine all those so. movies where you're in water. That's your yeah. whole week. You're yeah. just in water, trying not to drown. Like, uh, there's no faking that. Isn't that uh, Frank's favorite... Uh, sequence ever is halloween resurrection or uh halloween uh, alien, alien resurrection, resurrection yeah when they're in the water that was months she, in the water she holds months! her breath for six and a half hours oh, fuck that fuck that yeah i'd quit i wouldn't do it i'd say fuck your fuck your movie i don't care i ain't this is any resurrection sucks yeah uh my Let's number see. 11 Candyman is a great choice by the way i i wanted to include that i almost put it on my honorable mention list because i like that movie Original. Yeah, it's a good movie. I also like Candyman, the day of day of the what's it called? Is it the third Farewell one to the, the Flesh? Is that the second one? Third one. Third one. Okay. It's a you know one of those terrible directed DVD VHS back in the day, but yeah. I, I like that one. Yeah, I think the second one was directed Cinemax, and I remember seeing it premiere on Cinemax. Like, oh, this is this isn't very good. I also like Hellraiser Inferno way too much. 
Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I like that one. It's not a Hellraiser movie, really. No, it's not. And I guess it was written as another script. They just threw Hellraiser in there. It's the diehard of the of that series. Yes. Yeah. Well, Hell. Hell, I guess I saw a special Hellraiser five, six, and seven were all other scripts. They're all diehard diehard scripts. Hellraiser. (laughs) Hellraiser in a building. So. Um, I also want to put Final Destination on my list of honorable mentions. Ooh, I love that movie way more than yeah. I should, and it has Tony Todd. That's fun, yeah. All right, my number 11, 30 Days of Night. Yes, you love 30 Days I of do. Night. I do. I really do. Nobody else will have that on their top 13 other than me. I don't give a no. shit. Fucking love no. that movie. There's no God. No, you... no God. No God. <laughs> She's I'm like, oh, God. And he goes, God. Like, oh, he's covered I love in blood. it. Yeah, <laughs> and he just killed Bobby. Bobby from <laughs> he did. Uh, from, uh, he killed Nolan's uh, man <laughs> from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, it's, I know yeah. him as the uh, receptionist at the hotel in Memento. Yes, in Memento. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man, I charged you for your room twice. I'll so be I'm honest. Right. Be <laughs> right. You're not gonna remember. That's why he should have been in Dark Knight Rises. He should have been in that movie. He was in the first one. He's in the first one, but I wanted his character to come back and have like a, a redemption arc. Well, you think he would because that character in the cartoon was a lot. He was in a lot yeah. more. Like he was a major character in the cartoon, and then he's, yeah. he's barely in the first movie. And then... Yeah, Flash. You got kids to feed. They don't yeah. like falafel. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. All right, what's your number eleven? I say number eleven, uh, Doctor Sleep. Okay, that's a great choice. I love I love Mike Flanagan. I wanted to have representation for Mike Flanagan on this list. Uh, he mostly does a lot of long form stuff with Netflix shows now, but Doctor Sleep bombed at the box office, complete failure. But I went and saw it because I was like, "Yeah, I'll go see it." Fucking loved it in the theater. It was great. It was a great movie. Here's and the I was like, "How the fuck did that this not make money?" Yes, the biggest praise I can give it is I knew it was Mike Flanagan, and I love him. But I also knew what Doctor Sleep is about, and I was like, "Fuck that movie!" Yeah, exactly. I and then the one, way. I was finally like, "Ah, I'll watch it!" And I was like, "This is great!" Like yeah. I'm enjoying a whole way through. I had no complaints. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So, it was very good, and I was so against a, that story. And it's a long movie. Too. It is, but there's a lot going on, and it's, it's good. visual, yeah. and it's interesting, and yeah. it's savage. They kill uh, Jacob Tremblay fucking brutally. Jesus, that one. <laughs> I guess they said uh, I was again. That was in the top, like one hundred scary moment move in movies is Doctor Sleep, and I guess Mike Flanagan's wife walked out of that scene too. A lot of people walked out of the theater for that in that scene. She's in a lot of his stuff too. Yeah, I know. She's a fucking pussy. She can't take it. I guess she was pissed off because she's like, I could have played that part, Mike. This guy <laughs> gave it to Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson. Who the fuck is that? Mrs. Known Actress. She's nothing compared to me. She's nothing. <laughs> I do like his wife. No, she's very good. Yeah. I'm just making that up. But I really did enjoy Dr. Sleep way more than I expected. Yeah. It's a surprise. It's like, holy shit, this is really good. You know what's not a surprise? My number 10. You've heard me talk about this movie, Stir of Echoes, starring Kevin Bacon. No, I forgot about Stir of Echoes. I would put that in honorable mention. <laughs> also written by Richard Matheson of, of Twilight Zone yes, fame, who we yes, just talked about. Movie. Love that Kevin. movie. It's got yeah, a... it's a great movie. It's got a great setting. It's just a little Chicago neighborhood, and uh, Duvall, what's her name? 
Um, what is her show? No, Shelly's from The Shining. Um, Shelly's what, What's the other girl? What is her name? Oh, uh, oh, God. Oh, I cannot shit. think of her name. Anyway, she, she like hypnotizes Kevin Bacon. And he yeah, can see yeah, the ghost God world. Sounds stupid, but I, I just love the way the movie's set up. And yeah, it's a good one. It's it's. I, I like that hanging that. out with that family because the wife is not just a nagging wife like they always are in those movies. Right. She yeah. actually cares and like tries, and he goes fucking crazy like digging in the basement, and she's yes. like, "Fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you." The wife never leaves in those movies, and she's like, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> out." Yeah. And she's out of there. But I love that movie. Very underrated. That's a good one. What's your number 10? I, I see number 10, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Okay. That was on my honorable mention list. That's on your honorable mention. Yeah, I, I've always liked that one. Great um, movie. I don't care for the Freddy Krueger movies at all. Like, no. honestly, Nightmare on Elm Street movies kind of okay. stupid to me. The first one's good. Second one is a, is a fucking disaster. Third one's better. They kind of figured out what they were doing, and then just the rest of them were just too. They're just goofy. They became kind of just they're jokes of themselves. Really, they're a fun movie to throw on. Yeah, that's it. That's I like it. Better than the Friday Thirteenth movies. I think they're better than those movies. They're better than that and Halloween 13th, and Friday, Yeah, Halloween. I mean, I just I don't know. How, Halloween isn't even on my list nowhere near. I just don't like any of them really. Well, I was gonna say just, spoiler yeah. alert from my list. There are no Halloween movies, Freddy Krueger movies, Friday Thirteenth movies. There's none of that. No. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's a good. I, I just I wanted to put it on my list so bad, but I just I, just, I grew up liking it. I remember renting it because I didn't see it in the theaters, but I rented it, and I was just like, oh wow, that was really good. Like it was like a neat play on the whole meta concept and using the real actors and the real even the real fucking executive producers. Yeah, I mean, Glenn <laughs> Shay's in the movie for God's sake. That's hilarious, and it's just like oh, okay, and then fucking. Wes Craven's going insane in the movie, writing the script. Like, I, I wrote this. I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> it's great. It is a great movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun uh, it, meta horror. It's like one of the first meta horror films, really. Yeah, it's his prototype for Scream. Yeah, it's it's really well done. I enjoy that one a lot. It is. I, I watched that movie when it came out, like right when it came out on VHS, and I rented it because yeah. I was a big Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street fan growing up. Yeah. Like, and I knew how bad they were, but I still love watching them. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. And yeah. my mom was like, no, it's not. And I was like, no, no, no. And I showed it to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, that was good. And I was like, yeah, because it's an actual movie. It's, yeah, right. It's, it's so, And he's actually kind of scary in it. Yeah, they, like they bring back the whole, yeah. They have a new a, mask for him, and he, like, stretches yeah. his jaw and tries to put the kid's face in his head, in his head yeah, in his it's, mouth. It's It's got some good images in there. And he looks genuinely, like, scary in that movie. He's got, like, the different color eyes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. He's got David Bowie eyes. He's got some interesting eyes in that movie. And I love it. Robert, uh, Robert England is like, it's just a role. It's just a character. Yeah. She's like, no, I had a dream. The Freddy Krueger. He's like, stop it. It's just a Stop stupid, talking about it, bitch. It's a stupid character, I believe. And they all start like going crazy around Heather and her her character. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the kid is creepy. The kid from a uh, uh, Full House. Yeah, and Full, uh, House, kid. Full yeah. House and Schwarzenegger oh. Kindergarten Cop. Kindergarten Cop, yeah. My number nine, the original Dawn of the Dead. You had it on your honorable mention list. Yes, now it's my turn. Very good. Yes, very good movie. Love that movie. As bad as it is, I love it. There's some bad stuff. Bad. In the movie. No, there's some the pie the, the the motorcycle pie sequence is 
unnecessary. Oh, just whimsy, <laughs> wonderful whimsiness to it all of a sudden. The, the makeup effects are terrible. They were flying and shooting in a hurry. And that's part of the chaos oh, that sure. I love about that movie. But I will yeah. say, if you're a fresh audience, it's terrible. Like the some scenes. Right. But that's well, love, part of like what I love Dead about it. More than, well, I like Dawn of the Dead more than Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Day of the Dead is kind of just, it's too much. They're trying too that's... hard, and their actors aren't that good. So no. you can't pull it off. And I think that's just, that, that's the, the problem with that movie. But It tries to be too whatever. depressing, and I just want to watch a fun zombie movie. And Dawn of the Dead yeah, is Dawn that perfect Dead's example fun. of... Yeah, when he gets killed, when the helicopter pilot dude gets killed, and he yeah. walks out of the elevator, and his yeah. foot's all broken, and he's just stepping on his own yeah. ankle, and you know that actors are literally doing that. I'm like, oh, right. Like every time it bothers <laughs> oh. me, I'm like, oh, he's just walking on the side of his ankle. You like hurt. what I can do with my ankle? I would say you don't. Look with my dick. Did you ever watch the European cut and all those? When the DVD? I think so. Yeah, I, I think uh, my friend. We, we used to watch that movie all the time, and he had, I think, every version. He had a bunch of zombie. He was a big zombie guy, so he had all the zombie movies. That's how I saw the Fulci zombie movies and all the, the Italian horror stuff, and I've seen them all, and yeah, you know, he loved Romero. Do you know who sucks yeah. at zombie movies? Italy. <laughs> yeah, they're not very good. Go ahead with your, he, your number nine. It's not very good. <laughs> Italy That's a whole sucks. other episode. Italy sucks, and even their their fucking horror movies are shit. Go watch the demons. They have the Dario Argento, movies. and that's it. And he's okay. At Fulci cats. does better sci-fi than horror. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Uh, what number are we on? Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. I'm going to say number nine. Um, I'm going to go with in the mouth of madness. Oh, interesting. I want. I like that movie. It, it's just. It's not really horror. It's not a scary movie. But it's a fun. No, that's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. Uh, it's a fun movie. I, I love it. I've always loved that movie. Again, it's kind of a meta movie. Um, kind of goes hand in hand with Freddy Krueger and that new nightmare a little bit because it's very meta. Yeah, and it just talks about like you know the power of like oh the old gods are coming back and, the, and it's going to tear apart the new world and they want to come back and just you know fun idea and then Sam Neill's great in it and it's just a fun. John Carpenter movie with it gets better every time you watch it. Like at first you're like, yeah, it was okay. And then the more you think about it, the more it stays with you, the more like, oh, okay, I actually really like that movie. It's a lot of good stuff in there. And I, I enjoy just the, the sort of campiness, but also the, the story. It's just fun. And it's, 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 it's a good movie. I will completely agree with you. Uh, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, that I, I know Carpenter fairly well at this point. That, that was, I, it was okay. Second time I watched it, I was like, oh, I didn't... There's a lot of this I missed, like I didn't pick up on. Yeah. Third time, I was like, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. We did our top whatever Carpenter list and our yeah. rankings of that, and that was toward the top of my list. That was like number four, yeah. I think. Maybe number yeah. two, three, two. I don't even know, but it's a great yeah, movie. Sam yeah, Neill is fantastic in that movie. Yeah, he's good. It's fun. And Charlton Heston's in there, and yeah. that's just a funny, fun cast. Quick little that's... role. That's right, I'm the editor. They probably gave him $8 million to show up for probably, the opening yeah. and ending of the movie. I'll take it. You yeah. check. Like he's Marlon Brando. I'm being true lies. I'm going to go shoot <laughs> true lies after this. Is he in true lies? He's in true lies. He's the, he's the head of the agency. He's got the, he's got the eye patch, and he goes, well, you better find it before somebody parks a, a car in front of the White House with a nuclear weapon in the truck. 
That's a movie I watched 10,000 times yeah. from 94 until yeah. 98 and then never yeah, once since. Never watched it again, exactly. Yeah. But I remember so much of it. I guess the video game's supposed to be really good. Is it? There's there's like a Super Nintendo version of True Lies. It's supposed to be actually pretty decent. So it sells for like 80 bucks if you just want the cartridge. It's like an $80. It's, it's not cheap, but I will say the the PlayStation, there's a the Die Hard, Die Hard Trilogy on PlayStation. Yes. I played oh, wow. the shit out of that game. The first one for the first Die Hard, solid. Yeah. Nice. Solid fucking game. The second one is okay. Third the one. Second was one was good. like a an arcade game where you kind of like shoot through the airport. Oh. And it's like literally like an arcade where it has that thing across oh, the reticle. Yeah. Third yeah. one, you're driving around like crazy taxi. Don't like it. Oh, wow. Oh, that's terrible. But the first one, you're just walking around shooting dudes, collecting guns, right. shooting dudes. That's all you do. Fun. That's fun. That's that's perfect. Um. Okay, my number eight is definitely going to be on your list. It is The Exorcist 3. Oh, very good. Yes. I wanted to put it lower, but I couldn't. Only right. because I've seen it less than the ones ahead of it. I think right, over yeah. time it will start to creep down that list. But it is, it's a movie I don't want to watch that often. But I do. When people say The Exorcist is the best horror movie ever, I go, it's not even the best Exorcist movie. Yeah, exactly. And the first one's great. But yeah. the third one is is my jam. Like, it is. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love every minute of it. I love every line of dialogue. Every time they talk to each other, no matter who he's talking to, actually, I just sit there and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I just want to hang out in this movie, even though it's not a comfortable movie, because yeah, it is depressing. Yeah, hang out in this movie women get their heads chopped It off. is super depressing, but I still just want to hang out with this character. There was so much blood. <laughs> ah! And they kill the priest. Put the car. She kills the priest. And kill that thing. Talk about the carp in the bathtub and just wants to oh, kill it. Oh, like... it's so great. <laughs> I love it's it. It's a wonderful. I, it's a wonderful life, detective. We'll spare that because I'm sure it's on your list upcoming here. Oh yeah, no, it is. All right, but so I would say what number eight? Where yeah, we at? eight. Number eight. Oh right, yeah, I'm gonna go it chapter one. Wow, I really enjoyed that movie when it came out. I hate the second one. I think it, it chapter two is fucking terrible. I was rewatching it the other day because I was like, I'll give this movie another chance. Couldn't finish it. That Couldn't explains why you're so it. pissed about the second one. And I was like, oh, yeah, it, 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 it's just more of the same. No, well, it is. And that's why I didn't like it. I was just yeah. like, you have to tell the adult story. Don't go back to the children's story because you had your chance. Yes. Leave the kids alone. Leave the Move kids on. alone. Like, do, do the adult stuff because the adult stuff was never interesting. But in the book, you have to you have to kind of face that. And if you're a writer that's talented, fix it. But no, what do they do? They get the guy that wrote Annabelle Creation. They got the guy that wrote the Annabelle movies to do the script. I will say, said, well, Annabelle Creation, though, not bad. The one with Anthony Polio? Yeah. I kind of yeah, like that not, one. Not terrible. But again, he did he did the other one. He did The Nun. The Nun's one of the worst horror films oh, I've yeah. ever seen. He wrote that. So he's written, he literally has 30 credits. Like, he's written every bad horror movie ever made. And you're like, that's why they gave it to him. And it's just like, your first It movie did huge money at the box office. You give it to the guy that does the the okay horror movies that make muddling. It's just oh, it's just terrible. They just shit the terrible. bed. They shit the bed. That movie should be oh, called It time. Chapter Two. We shit the bed. Sorry, it shit up. the bed. It shits. Just, it I, shits. I know it's like from the book, but like big ass Paul Bunyan. That's not scary. 
That's in the book, but yeah. I know, that's what I've said. And again, it's stupid. It's yeah, stupid. stupid. It's Visually, I mean, it's it, stupid as shit. It made me laugh in the theater, because I saw the second one in the theater. Actually, yeah, I saw the first theater, one in the theater, yeah. too, didn't I? I saw the first one in the theater. Yeah, I saw theater, both. Yeah. And the second one, I, was, I liked a big part of two, but not as a piece, right. as a whole. I hated it. Right. Uh, yeah. Certain scenes, I really did enjoy in the second one, but it was so right. disconnected that I overall didn't like the movie that much. Yeah. No, just the first it is so just so well crafted. It's it's really well done. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that the script was written by two guys that know how to write and knew how to do stuff. Uh, uh, Corey Fukuyama or Fukuyama, whatever his name is, he did True Detective. He directed the first season of True Detective. Great. And he he was just supposed he was supposed to direct it, and then Warner Brothers got scared because he was trying to go meta like metaphysical with it, much like the book. Did he want to go with the fucking they, turtle in space? He pretty much he was going to go that oh, direction, great. and they said, "Oh, we can't do that." I don't blame him. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got cold feet, but then they went with the whole fucking. It's an Indian ritual of chud, and it doesn't work because you guys talk about the leather box that the Indians gave you, and then you sense. go do it. It doesn't work, so it ends like the first movie. You just beat the shit out of it, like you just basically yeah. You basically it's, it's unnecessary. You rush him and you beat the shit out of him like he's a street thug. It's just like, that's not scary. It's lame. It's like the adults got together in the second one to remake the first movie. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what that's it is. That's all it is. Yeah. I think that's the it best sucks. way I can describe it. It sucks! My number seven is a movie I can quote front and back to you right now if you if you wanted to. It, it's Scream. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. I love Scream. Scream's good. Way more than I should. I love that movie. I will watch it at the drop of a hat. It's just one of those movies... Since it came out, like I didn't see it in the theater because I was 12, but uh, I had the VHS, I had that box set too. I bought like several versions of the movie. <laughs> Remember the three this movie is, box set yeah. and it had like, no, they're all yeah, like, it's yeah. weird blue, like our background here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought that that. And I yeah, I've owned this movie several times in several different copies and I just, I, I love the movie so much. There's, I love the meta quality. And that carried over, like you said, New Nightmare, and then this, and then the next yeah. one for me, what the big meta movie was, was Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And then the next really big meta movie, movie, which is entirely meta, is Cabin in the Woods, which I couldn't put on my list because it's right. comedy. Right. That's what I felt, too. That's why I didn't put mine. Because that but would be, yeah, like, number one or two on my list. It would be. Yeah, it would be, because it's a great one. That is a you either one. hate that movie or you love it. There's no, like oh, yeah. nothing in between. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know people who hate that movie. Yeah, my, my wife does not like. She's like, "Oh, that yeah, movie." I'm, I'm like, I don't "Get it? It's but, so funny." Yeah, it's it's yeah. You, you got to be thinking a certain way when you watch that movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Scream just fucking works all the way through. And then, unfortunately, they made a bunch of sequels that are not good, and they're not unwatchable. Luckily, I still haven't seen the five. Uh, I might get around to it. It's the only one Wes Craven didn't direct so far. Well, he's dead, so he can't, well, can't do it anymore. I, yeah, I'm just saying he he has nothing to do with it clearly. Be, and no, I just and just kind of like eh, I'll get around to it eventually. Did he direct Scream Four? He did. Did he? I thought he was dead by that. Point. No, no, he, he. I think it was the last movie he did because that was 2011, was? right? Yeah, yeah, it was 2011, and he died in so weird 2000. He didn't he didn't die too long ago, really. Well, I think, yeah, I saw every single Scream movie except for the last one in theater. Did he do My Soul to Take before or after Scream 4? I think that was 
before. I think that was just before. I think that was 2010, that movie. Or 20, yeah, that, that, that's one of the worst movies ever made. That movie sucked. That felt like a pale imitation, like he wanted to make Scream again. I was like, uh. <laughs> it, yeah, too. That movie, that movie is shit. All right, what yeah. is your number seven? Number seven. I'm going to go with uh, The Devil's Backbone. The Guillermo del Toro uh, ghost story movie. Very good. Uh, with Santi. And, um, you like your Guillermo that, del Toro. I do like my Guillermo del Toro. I didn't like, I hate In Shape of Water. Hated that movie. So I, I, I but, uh, this picture. Scott, I know, well, that's so sad. Pan's Labyrinth should have been best fucking picture. Uh, Shape of Water is shit. I hate that movie. I've seen it's the following shit. Guillermo del Toro movies Crimson Peak. Yeah, Crimson Peak's not very Hellboy. Good. I like Hellboy. Blade 2. Blade 2's awesome. That, that's it. Blade 2's wonderful. <laughs> uh, Hellboy 2's really good. I think Hellboy 2's actually... Two. Hellboy 2's the better Hellboy movie. I didn't like Hellboy, so I didn't watch 2. I would say Hellboy 2's way better. And he never got... He was going to do a trilogy, and he never got to do it because they never really had a return... A good return of the box office. But then they do a Hellboy with, with Neil Marshall... And that totally fails miserably. So it's like, you guys put all your money in that, but yet you won't let Guillermo just finish off his trilogy. You would have made the same amount of money. Yeah. Like, just let the guy, you probably would have made more because he would have made a good movie and he would have finished it and would have had a beginning, middle, and end. You could sell it as a right? box set. Exactly. Come on. Fucking idiots. But yeah, Dell's Back was just a good haunted uh, ghost story. Really good imagery in it. It's scary. It's just about people, how awful people are. And it's more about people being awful than ghosts. And it's just, it's you know more about people than ghosts, but the ghosts are like the subplot, basically. I'm looking at pictures. This does look pretty good. That's great. No, yeah, it's a great movie. And I, I watched that on, uh, God, was it was it a DVD or was it a VHS? I think I was in Irvine. A Criterion Collection. Okay. Yeah, I have that. I recognize there. this kid. Yeah. Where do I know him from? Uh, he is... Uh, I have no idea. He is in... They all look the same. All kids look the He's same. He's in Pan's me. Labyrinth. That doesn't help me out. Nope. Um, yeah, I did watch like the first few, you know, certain amount of scenes of Pan's Labyrinth, so maybe that's it. Right. But yeah, Pan's Labyrinth is good. I, I like do want that's a, a that's the one movie on his like catalog that I really do want to watch. I just for some reason haven't. I don't know why. It's, it's very good. Um, but again, that's another movie where is it all in her head? Is she make? Is she's living in a fantasy? I don't want to know, her, man. Her real world is so awful. But oh, yeah, I did I see Mimic. Like, you know, I saw Mimic as well. Yeah, Mimic's not very good. <laughs> no. but that, oh, I saw Nightmare says, Alley. I forgot that's him. Yeah, I like Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley was good. I did I like Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley's a good movie. I just thought it, no. certain things of, of, of the plot. I still I wish but I haven't I still haven't seen Kronos. I need to see Kronos. I think Nightmare Alley would work better the second time around. Yes. Because my probably. expectations are tampered. I'm not expecting yes. a war movie and, and yes, I can exactly. kind of just sit in it. Yeah, because it is a kind of a just a stream movie. Yeah. Oh, he's Guillermo del Toro is working on an untitled Michael Mann documentary that what? I will definitely watch. What? We both that's... got Michael Mann hard ons. Shit, that's fascinating. Yes, we talk about Michael Mann way more than we should. Yes, he's wonderful. All right, so my number six, I will watch The Devil's Backbone. By the way, yeah, no, no, my number six, The Shining. Yeah, it's good. 
what else can you say about The Shining? So let's just move yeah. on because we're at 35 minutes. We might go above our 45-minute time limit. Oh, my God. Uh, for the first six. time. Uh, I'm going to say uh, It Follows, number six. Okay. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yes, because that's when you're high, high movie. Yeah, we still got a while. Uh, my okay. number five. And this is where I start to cross over between horror and not horror. But it definitely Ooh. has horror aspects. American Psycho. Okay, interesting choice. Yes. This is one I was like, you know what? Fucking doing it. I don't care what he says. Because <laughs> it has a horror movie premise, but it's not a horror movie. Yes. And that's kind of what I find fascinating about it. It's not a comedy. Right. It's no yeah. genre, really. Right, yeah. It, it it has all genres, but yet no genres at the same time. That's what I like about the movie. Is Yeah, that's a good point. Directed by a female. Yes. Mary Hannon or whatever her name is. Mary Heron? Mary Heron, yeah. Um, the sequel is terrible. Don't watch the sequel. The sequel has William Shatner, and she kills <laughs> William Shatner in it. I'm dead. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And then she drives around a college parking lot and, and tricks the uh, campus security. Into... great. <laughs> Stupid. I can't wait to not watch it ever. <laughs> All American girl. It, it teases me on HBO Max. Now, uh, American Psycho is an interesting movie because... It was a weird period of, of my life in high school when it came out. Yeah. And it had that trailer. And we watched, me and my friends were at my other friend's house. Like, we were all gathered at, at this friend's house to watch these movies. And we saw the trailer. It was Christian Bale, like, and he's peeling this mask off his face. Right, and yeah, it's, like, yeah, yeah. quick cutting, like, zzz, And we're like, oh, shit. That looks interesting. Let's, let's rent that movie. So we went out, like, the next weekend and got it. Yeah. And then we watch it. And we're like, and we're, we're all bored. And I'm like, file this away for watch alone later. Right, yeah. Because I'm interested in what's going on, but this is not what we signed up for. So I rented it and watched it on my own again, and I was like, I fucking love this. Like, the comedy, like, when the ATM is like, feed me a stray cat, and he just picks up the cat, and then the old lady, the old hoity-toity, what are you doing? (laughs) The cat runs away. Uh... (laughs) It's amazing, and the whole thing about the business uh, card stuff is the, oh God, the most yes, famous part of that movie. My, my God, is is yes, great watermark. But the horror of it actually works because he's chasing women with chainsaws, and he's like doing his little yeah. dance there, and he's and he kills people. Right. Yeah. So it's it is a horror movie. It's just the movie doesn't care to focus on the horror. It's focused right. on it, the absurdity of everything he believes in, and you don't even know if it's real because it not. might be all. His head. It's on his head. It's on his head. Like yeah. that's a joke at the end. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, I, a, I, I tasted their blood. I played their blood. And I I ate some of them. I ate some of the brains. I ate some of the brains. Yeah, we got a call and Paul is fine. He he reported he just said yeah. he forgot to check in with the secretary. Oh, <laughs> I, I killed Paul Allen. I killed Paul Allen. <laughs> Don't you get it? You you dumb fuck. Christian Bale is amazing in that movie. And that could have been uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. And thank fucking Christ it wasn't because (laughs) the movie would have sucked. He was way too young at that point. Yeah. I Uh, think they're the same age, though. Yes, but DiCaprio looked like a tiny little boy in 2000. Yeah, exactly. Christian Bale looked like like a man. Like a man. He's a real man. And I am not done with Christian Bale. On my list. Oh, we will get shit. to him some more really? here. But what is really? your number five? 
Wow. Okay, so number five, I'm gonna go with Hellraiser. Okay. My my I like Clive Barker. I like Hellraiser. The first one? Just, I think it's a, the first one. Um I did like the new one. I like the second one, and I like Hellraiser in space. Uh Hellraiser um three is not good at all. It's kind of bad. I it's love sort of three. Can't be. Three's funny, can't be ridiculous. But, CD um, head. I, CD so <laughs> stupid. Okay. Are you Jesus Christ? Not quite. State your reasons for continue. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. No, it's just Hellraiser One is just like it, it's simple. It's a gothic horror film. It's the Cenobites are really interesting, cool horror creations, and nothing with a puzzle box is how you'd call them, and just really neat horror fuel stuff. What is that? Is that your that's tuna jerky? Oh my God! You got more? It's fucking great. Oh my gosh, she brought you more. Or is that from the store? You no, my uh, my sister-in-law went to Hawaii and brought me some. Oh, shit. Jeez, she's always going back and forth to Hawaii. A different one. Uh, the, oh. It's the one great thing about having like a bunch of sisters on their side, because I can just, yeah. they all go back Jesus and get Christ. it. Yeah. Because there's so wow. much food there I fell in love with. Because yeah. I'll, I'll try anything. Yeah. I, I have no no filter. on. I'm, I'm not like, nah. Unless there's eyeballs, but. Tuna jerky I bought by myself. Amazing. They never even had it. And I was like, I get it. And now my wife and my and I are obsessed with it. Oh, that you liked it too? Oh, yeah. She eats half my That's... bag now, which I wish I didn't introduce her to you it. You bitch, hide it. Hide <laughs> yeah. it. That's why it's in my office. All right. So, Hellraiser, I don't disagree with people who like it. I just personally, you know, I don't give a shit about the gothic horror. Yeah, I know a lot of people don't care for it. It's just, it kind of, think it's kind of boring. It is. I can understand why they think it's boring. But I'm kind of, they said there was a, a, a cut. Maybe I've seen it and just I don't realize that it's so bad because it's the normal cut that I've known. But I guess the original cut uh, was uh, watered down because it was NC-17 when it initially came out. So they had to cut down a bunch of stuff. But then they re-released the original cut in German versions of the movie. So I don't know if that's what I have or if if that version ever came out to Shout Factory or whatever or Arrow Video. So I have it on Arrow Video. Okay. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's. But whatever. It's still, I, I like it. it. It's good dialogue. There's some good dialogue in there with him saying like. There's some great screaming. Stum. Yes, good screaming. Good what is, violence. What is the main character's name? The man, Frank. Uh, Frank. It's Frank, Cotton. right? When he's yeah, screaming Frank. at her, they're screaming at each other. I fucking love that those scenes. <laughs> and and there are some. Ah. There's some stuff for that movie I do really enjoy. It's no. just. 76 minutes into the movie before I enjoy anything. Right, yeah. It's it a, just, it's a slow burn. Yeah. And it's it's, it's a cheaper movie. movie. I get it. I, yeah. I don't, I, I rarely hold that against the movie, but I like three because I don't like gothic horror. So therefore, three is the perfect blend of that and stupid comedy that's directed right. to VHS well, nonsense. Sure, yeah, and, and, yeah, exactly. They're pulling a Freddy Krueger card on the yeah. Hellraiser three and it's and it's bad. I mean, the acting it is so bad. There is a was, recent oh. Rick and Morty episode, actually from last year, where they do a Hellraiser thing and they're talking about like they're all like weird like fish. I'm I'm, <laughs> what are their stupid names like coat rack head? And then they're right, talking about yeah, like yeah. how pain hurts, therefore it's good, yeah. but it hurts. So it's <laughs> and they go back and forth a bunch. It's funny, but that's good. My number four is another one that's definitely on the border list, and we did just mention the main actor a moment ago, Shutter Island. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. Not really a horror, but also definitely a horror movie in certain aspects. Sure, yeah. So 
Yeah. And I have a giant poster of it in the other room. I do love this movie way more than I should. I know that. Um, I like the 50s style throwback with the music and the aesthetics. I like DiCaprio in this movie, which is only I can say that about a few movies, really. Right. This and The Departed. And then yeah. he's, he's fine in the rest of his stuff, but I really do enjoy him in those two movies. But yeah. this one, Mark Ruffalo, who I don't always enjoy either. Right. He's good in this. I like him in this and Eternal yeah. Sunshine. That's really about it. I like him in Zodiac. Zod- oh, yeah. Thank you. Zodiac is well, definitely Zod- one. Zodiac, again, would be on my list. But again, that's a, I, I consider that not a horror movie. That's horror. more of a drama. More of a drama slash documentary. Crime yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah crime, crime, little, crime would be a good spot different. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shutter Island, it's a movie I, I watched in the theater, and I was like, I fucking love that. And then I waited for the onslaught of approval from everyone, and nobody liked it. And I'm like, I fucking love that movie. I don't know it did, why. It, it was a hit. It made a lot of money. It, it made money, but nobody money. talked about it ever. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think people forget about it. I love it. I, I don't now give a shit. I love it. Now, now it exists on TNT at all hours of the day. Yeah. It's on TNT it, every day for some reason. Yeah. It, I love it. It came out the same time as, uh, well, a little after, but no, never mind. That's unrelated. I don't want to waste time on that. All right, go on to your number four. My number four is Terrified, the movie I just saw. Wow, like, that's... literally, it's that good. It was fantastic. One of my favorite. It's just it took the concept of like haunted house movies and just put it up to eleven. It was great. It was really the only problem was the ending was cheesy. The ending had a bad. It should have just ended with him saying, "You brought him with you," and that should have been the end of the movie. Because what happens is, like, oh, it, it, it's it's. If it's you want me to watch the movie, then. Oh, okay, that's fine. I won't talk about it. But it's right. I'm telling you, Terrified is a great horror film. It's subtitled, but man, it's good. It's just good. Okay. And there's just so all kinds of sub- subliminal horror at the best. It's not. It's not jump scares. It's just like. Shit happens, and it's like, there's like, you know, there's monsters coming out of people's bed under beds at a closet. There's a, uh, it's got the best kills I think in a horror movie in a long time. Like it's good stuff. It's really good. It's good stuff. I will check it out. It is. I added it to my list right here. Yeah, at least you know the better it is, and it's eighty-eight minutes. Then you're sitting there telling me the ending. Well, no, I just I didn't tell you the ending, but it, it it's very it's like it's goofy, but eighty eight minutes it's all it is, and it's fucking it is just it is surgical. It is just boom, okay. boom, boom, boom. It's great. You know, it's another good uh, ghost story movie. My number three, Ghost Story with Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Oh wow! I'm kidding. Right. It's from Dust oh. Till Dawn. Oh. <laughs> oh, thank thankfully yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't hate Ghost Story, but it is fucking boring. I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was. But that's a drama. Yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a drama. That's a melodrama. It's mellow as shit. It is slow as molasses drama. Yes. But it's, it's still good. It's interesting. I like I found it, it interesting. Like exactly. Interesting is the I best word. Like melodrama, yeah. though, is the genre. But for oh, us yeah. till dawn, we did a whole episode on this very show about it. We'll move on. What's your number Go three? Number three, I'm going to say, is uh, The Mist. Oh, fuck. Fuck, the mist. That should be a that, okay. I'll put that on my honorable mention list. Definitely yeah, the that, mist. Yeah, the, the mist. You, you kind of yeah. The mist is such a great horror film, and just the way Frank Darabont took it, adapted it, and changed the ending. It's so fucking great, so perfect. 
and it's a great horror like just weird monster movie where it's just like and it's violent it's not doesn't shy away from the violence it's brutal and marcia gay harden is so good as that awful evil bitch and it's just such a great movie thomas jane don't really care for thomas jane in anything else but in this movie he's good like this is probably thomas jane's best movie next to the Punishes. Yeah, Thomas Jane chooses a lot of shitty movies, though. I don't know if that's by choice or just he has a bad agent. Yeah, I'll do it. But then he was great in Arrested Development. <laughs> he had that one cameo where he's such a he's a method actor, so he plays pretending to be homeless so he can get his kids back in the movie. I just want my kids back. <laughs> that's all he says. On this show. Oh, that was good. That was good shit. So I gotta give Tom Jane some credit on that one. If you haven't seen The Mist, watch it. No, don't do not look anything up about it. Just watch it for what it is. And if you can watch the black and white version, it is definitely uh, works. It plays better. Yeah, because that's what he wanted. It's just the yeah. studio was like, no. So when you do watch the Blu-ray, you can yeah. watch it in, in black and white as well. Definitely check it out that way. Just know it is a cheesy movie with with the special effects sucking, and that's kind of the point. Yeah, it, it's supposed it play, to be like a 50s throwback. Yes, it yeah. plays in its in its uh, into the the style. Think of the Blob. The man wrote the Blob remake, and it's kind of like the same. Yeah, big town gets together and, and has to fight this thing. They don't know what it is. Oh. Same thing. Frank Darabont either does that Stephen King stuff or he does. Prison, prison Stephen King stuff and it's, nothing in between. Two, two motors up <laughs> That's by. it. That's it. Um, and speaking of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird sidetrack there for him. Welcome to sidetrack. Well, he was probably taking any job he can get, honestly. Yeah. And, and when you're starting out, you'll do anything. So when he was working on sets, he's like a set director. Well, he wanted to direct, and he years. said, I want to write a bunch of movies before I direct, get that under my belt, and yeah. then direct. Yeah, because he, want, yeah, he wanted to learn. learn as much as he yeah, did. so he's, he smart. was hanging out on set and watching them. That's why. When, yeah. Even his first movie, Buried Alive with Tim Matheson, I, mm. I had that on VHS when it came out. That, I've, been in, oh, wow. I've, I've loved Frank Darabont since that movie. And I watched really? that because my mom got it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, wow. and, and it was, bar- and it's like Tim Matheson, his arms coming out through the grave, and it was like, "Oh wow!" And I, and I watched it, and I was like, "That was really good." So Frank Darabont, I've been aware of almost my entire life. I wonder if that you it's get a that solid movie, TVD. not great. It's a cheap, like made-for-TV movie, but I liked it a lot What's for it? what it was. Buried alive, buried, buried alive. Yeah, I'm oh, looking at. Let's see if it's on. You can buy it on Blu-ray or something. I'm sure it's I available it. somewhere. I don't know. It's Tim Matheson, and his wife is Tim, against him. Tim and I don't want to give too much away, but it's from 1989. Oh, was this it? No, not this one. 1989, huh? Okay. No, it's Frank Darabont. Um, buried. Um, I wonder if they changed the. Oh, here it is. 1990. Jeffrey Jason Lee, Tim Matheson, directed by Frank Darabont. Uh, oh, yeah. Blu ray, 12.99. William Atherton's in it. Of course. For oh, what yeah. it is, it's one of those for what it is movies. It's really fucking solid. I, I gave it a 7. I just pulled it up on my IMDb. It has a 6.5. Like, it's it's decent. And you, you understand why he became a direct, like, continued doing after that and why he wrote so much because it worked. And he did a little simple horror movie. And I was like, oh, this is really good for what it is. Why is this so cheap? Like, oh, so you, 
Oh, maybe I did see this movie. I think they would have given the guy a budget. Is this the movie where like he he they bury him alive and he breaks out and like he's all dirty and he puts his hands in the sink with peroxide and he like, yes you know, he, and he builds he builds all, like a maze his, out of the house. Yeah, okay. It's I think simple. I've seen it. I think I rented it when it came out, and I don't. I, the only part that I remember is when he had his hands. They're all fucked up because he had to bash through. They gave him a cheap coffin, so he, he bashed through the cheap coffin, and his hands are all terrible. And he's in the sink. He's in the bathroom cleaning. He fills the sink up with peroxide and and or, or alcohol. And he puts it. He yeah. puts a, a towel in his mouth, and he puts his hands in the sink. He goes, ah! Yeah, because he's punching he through. It also has lamp. Oh my god, it lasted everything. This might have been when I started my obsession with the lamp. The lamp. <laughs> the lamp. There's a lamp. Alright, so let's move on. Um did I, I said for No Sedan, you said yours. Are we on number two now? Yes, you're on number two. What's your number two? My number two, you already said it follows. Yes, a good one. Very good. Saw it in the theater. Yeah, didn't know didn't too. know what the fuck it was about. Exactly, me too. I knew it was a horror movie. I knew yeah. nobody was talking about it, and I went, "Yes." I saw it in in Burbank, I think, in Hollywood when I lived there. I was still living there, and then my sister's wedding, she got married in 2015, and I went to Santa Cruz, and my brother, I took him to go see it at a Santa Cruz theater. We went and saw that movie, and he was like, "Oh, wow, this is good." Said, yeah, that's no, a great horror movie. I'll watch it. So I saw it twice in theaters. I saw it in the theater. As well, um, a nice art. Didn't know theater. what the fuck it was. Yeah, and then it starts great. and it op- the the yeah. second the camera turns on, and it's this is a, a little area in Detroit in this yeah, house, yeah. and it's just a girl yeah. running around, nothing. And I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, and I don't the, know what the fuck's yeah. happening, but I'm in. Like it just yeah. it sets the a pace. Hard cut. Yeah, the, the when she's and on the just, beach, she, yeah, hard cut. Her body's all mangled, broken. Just wonderful, and I'm I'm fascinated with the idea that it's a it's a villain that you don't ever really get a concept of. They don't explain anything. No, you know nothing. I'm so glad they didn't make a bunch of terrible sequels that explain it, like Cube. It would have happened too if this was like 1995. Exactly, and you don't ever find out anything. They try to fight it, don't win, and just go. You know what? Fuck it. Love it. And it it introduced us to that Marika Monroe girl. Yeah, who's working like crazy now. She's good. She's really good. I saw the uh, Watcher, uh, that one that she she did, the A24 movie or whatever. Or maybe it wasn't A24, but it was like a low-budget horror movie where she's in Romania and a guy's watching her. Yeah. Like, That's good. It's pretty good. It wasn't bad. It's another slow burn movie, but it was pretty good. No, she, I yeah, enjoyed it. I noticed her popping up on IMDb, the front page, every once in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, she, hey. She just pops up, yeah. The only thing my complaint about it is why the clamshell phone? I don't. That was I, don't, I still don't get it. Random thing, yeah, because it could have been in any time period, and they kind of date it with that clamshell. So weird. And I don't really care for the sequence when they're in the pool and just throwing lamps and shit in there. <clears throat> but right, I'm not complaining about it that much because I do fucking obviously love the movie. It's my number two. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some really good horror stuff in there. What is it's your really number? Good. Oh, I also love the fact that sometimes it's. It just constantly walks after you, and that's all it does. And then yeah. sometimes it doesn't even do that, where it just stands there and watches you. Well, I guess at the end of the movie, kind of just waits. Uh, the final, the final, uh, the final one that attacks her is her dad. Is her dead dad? Oh, is that from a picture that you see earlier? 
yeah, because well, she says it. She goes, "Oh no!" And like she, the the sister asks, "Who is it?" She goes, "I'm not. I'm not going to say who it is. I'm not telling you who it is." Oh, okay. And, I, and that's. I think she basically she sees him, and the others don't. And it's like her father is her dead father is coming after her. Okay, but the last like, one is so like weird. her and the little virgin dude on, on a sidewalk, yeah, walking yeah. Out, holding hands, and and somebody's walking behind someone him. behind him, but it could just be and someone the, in the could neighborhood. Could be anybody. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about it is you never quite yeah. know because there's always someone in the background walking. And you yeah. never know if it's supposed to be the one. And there's that great scene where they're on the beach and they're just sitting there and all of a sudden her hair gets pulled yeah. by invisible and her <laughs> legs get pulled. That was cool. Yeah. That was a nice little you know, jump scare moment. And I love that it punches through that wall in that yeah, in yeah. that cabin and there's like a little kid crawls through. Yeah. But that's all it does. You never see it do that again, but Yeah, it's it's neat. It's a fun it's a fun, interesting yeah. movie and my wife hated it. I'm surprised that the director hasn't done other stuff. Like, he really hasn't done anything else. That's kind of like, I thought he'd get bigger with time, and he hasn't really caught on, I don't think. I thought he was working on stuff. Uh, I don't think he's doing much. Like, he might be doing, but, like, that was like, that movie was seven years ago. He, yeah, he, he did. He, he did Under the Silver Lake, which I heard about. And that's the last right, thing he yeah. directed. That, yeah, that's probably why he didn't work again for a while. <laughs> that one was like, ugh. What is your number two? Number two, I'm going to say Exorcist 3. Okay. Previously Love mentioned. that movie. Again, we've talked about that many times, and Brad Dourif should have won the Oscar for that movie, God, but right? Oscars don't care about acting, so they don't do that. But yeah, Exorcist 3 is one of the greatest horror films of all time. I love that script. I love that book. And it's Peter... Ben, uh, William uh, Peter Blatty. William Peter Blatty directed... That was his last movie he directed. He's so directed, good at think, directing. He's directed three movies. And I've seen all, I think, actually, maybe he only did two. I think he's done three. He's in Ninth Configuration, Exorcist 3, and another one. But he's really, he's actually a really good director. Th- this and movie is so perfectly directed. Yeah, the ni- Ninth Configuration is a very good movie. It's actually really good. And Stacey Keach is in it. So you'll probably love it. Stacey Keach is in it. Yeah, he and directed so Ninth um, Configuration and then this. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, two movies. He, he's great. He's a great director. And I'm just shocked that he never did anything else. I think he was just, he made so much money off of Exorcist and they just wanted him to keep doing Exorcist movies his whole life. And he was probably like, I'm sick of that shit. I want to do something else. Let me do, let me be me, man. But yeah, Ninth Configuration is actually really fascinating. How do you get to my list? I've always seen that movie, never watched it. Yeah, I have it on Blu ray. It's pretty damn good. It's just interesting. It's different. It's a different movie, but it's really good. And I mean, all the actors, um, uh, what's his name from Walking Dead's in it? Uh, yeah, he worked with. He was also that. in Exorcist Three too. He he works with the same actors quite a bit. And Stacey Keach is great. And Richard Lynch shows up oh, nice. at the end. He's a he's a biker scumbag, and he gets his. It's hilarious. Yeah, I'll, I'll really check good. that out. But Exorcist Three, now, it's a horror best. movie where all of the horror is off screen. Yeah, and you hear them discuss it. Yeah, and somehow, way scarier than seeing it. Absolutely. You don't see one violent act in the movie other than Brad Dourif, like yeah, flying around. That, that, not really. Yeah. Much is there else. any violence in the movie? I mean, there's well, no, not really. I mean, there's like there's the you know the very very end. Yeah. Where they had the. Th- That's it. Yeah, nothing. There's no violence, no. and you just hear like him describing it, and it's. He's so good in the movie that you feel it feels worse than watching it. 
And it's one of those. It's the. It's one of the only movies in history where the studio was right in their meddling. Yes. When they said we need to have an exorcism in this movie, it's called The Exorcist Three. Let's put an exorcism in it. And actually, it was actually really well done. It it's is a very. It's a very good creepy sequence. Because the original ending is just like. Yeah, very oh. simple. I I agree with with them. Yeah, it was a wonderful choice. So what's your number one? My number one is, I mentioned Christian Bale before, my number one is The Machinist. Wow! The Machinist, number one. Number one. That's crazy. I absolutely love that movie. It is half horror. It's more of a mystery movie, but it definitely has some horror aspects to it. Wow. So much so that I'm, I'm putting it as my number one. I think the last time I saw that movie was when I saw it with you at the theater. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> wife also did it. not like this movie. Similar no, to, she would Similar like to From Dust to Dawn and It Follows. She did like The Shining on my list. Well, that's fine. Good, good. You have to divorce her. That's probably the only one on my list she's seen. She's seen <laughs> Scream. Um, yeah, that The Machinist. Just fucking love that movie. It, it's Wow. I, I have no explanation. That's fine. Everybody has their is entitled to their own opinion for movies. Yeah, you get. Uh, we mentioned him getting his arm torn off before. He gets his arm torn yes. off by a machine. That's right, Michael and, Ironside. And he, Michael right. Ironside blames Christian Bale. Yes. Yeah. And he shows up at his house and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> well, he yells house. at him. And he, Christian Bell's so gross in that movie. So he's so gross and he's gross. so oh. good. Also has Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. She Just like Buried Alive. Movie. Exactly. Oh my God. She's she's a recurring character. Yeah, it's it's a I don't even want to go into detail. Christian Bale lost a bunch of weight by eating just a can of tuna and an apple a day. So he's like okay. severely underweight and creepy. And this, this is right after or Between Batman's. Batman. This is b- yeah. between the second or first and second Batman. And he is creepy skinny, and he's playing like a game of hangman, and he never knows what's going on, and he never questions why they're appearing in his house, really, and he just tries to figure out what's going on, and that's really, I don't want to get into more detail, because it's definitely worth a watch. I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it, like I said, since theaters. I don't think I've ever rewatched it. I I fell in love with that movie when we watched it, and I was like, yes. It's just a... It's a it's a mood movie. It sets up yeah. it sets a mood and then just sticks in it. It doesn't ever waver from that. Even when he laughs and like has a fun time, you're still like, ugh, oh, he's so cre- creepy no, yeah, looking. That. that was creepy. That's a creepy thing. And that's he's, yeah. And that's kind of what I like is he tries to change the genre of the movie by going, <laughs> and he's pretending yeah. to like I'm gonna enjoy it and be a real person, and it never yeah. works because he just is creepy. And he can't get out of the movie he's in. He can't get out of the situation oh. he's in. And that, I love it. He's so gross, though. So, he yes. looks so awful. What is but your could, number yeah. one? Ah, uh, Poltergeist. Something about it. I like Poltergeist. It's just the best. It has humor. It has horror. It has... It's PG, for Christ's sake. Yeah. No violence, except for the part where he rips his face off. And it's one of the most dated moments in the movie. Because <laughs> it's so bad. But... It's just, I don't know, something about that movie just, just speaks to me forever. Like, it's just a creepy, fun movie. The horror elements work. The music's good. 
the direction is good, even if it is or isn't Toby Hooper. I don't know. I just I still I still think Toby Hooper maybe directed twenty percent of that movie, and Spielberg did the rest. It just feels that way to me. I won't disagree. And I know everybody tries to say no, Toby directed it. It's like I don't see how Toby's cheesier. Yeah, Spielberg is schmaltzier, and that movie has more of a schmaltz feel to yes, it in a lot of scenes. Schmaltz, yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like it's very old Hollywood style, but it's just nobody's made a movie like that ever since though. You can't like convince me that, you know, that Toby Hooper directed the scene where they fall in the skeleton pit. Oh, you that has Spielberg written all over it. Right. The fake I just picture uh, Indiana Jones 3 or 2. Right. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. 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 It is a great movie. It, that that's definitely one that should be on my honorable mention list. I was trying to keep my honorable mention short, but that yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I just it always stuck with me even as a kid and just forever. No haunted house movie has ever come close, except for maybe Terrified because that one was pretty solid. But that was more adult, more scary, and this one was just more of a I don't know. It's like a, a, a the darkest movie a family movie can get is this one. Yeah. If I could do comedies and stuff, it would be a lot of like Gremlins, Gremlins Two, Shaun right, of the Dead, yeah, Kevin yeah, in the Woods, yeah. Yeah. yada yada yada. Um, Poltergeist Three stuck with me more as a kid than the first one. Oh, that's for bad. some Ooh. reason the third one, the mirrors bothered me. Right now, yeah, there's some scary stuff in it, but, but it's a bad movie. Yeah, you know? I remember watching that and being like, like some it stuck in my head as because I was young. Yeah, and uh, Heather O'Rourke didn't live much longer past that. Well, the yeah, because that the ending of the movie, I guess she died before the movie was done. Yeah, because the ending of the movie is greatly impacted because it's so bad. It just ends, and you're like, "What? Oh, she died. That's why they couldn't yes. finish it. Like, oh, now I get why it's so abrupt because she's dead. That's not even her. They're carrying her out of the movie. They're carrying a dummy out of the room. It's not even her. It's like so sad." The horror, the true horror story of that little girl, if what the, I heard was true, but that's the true horror story. Poltergeist three came out in '88. I was four. Wow. I probably watched it as soon as it hit VHS, and we're hearing the stories about what happened to the little girl, yeah. and the mirrors, and someone. I remember my sister because I was four or five. You know, I. She's like, no, that's really her in the mirrors, dead, and like some, and it just kind of fucked me for a little bit. Right, yeah. And I was yeah, like, oh, and then <laughs> ah! I watched it as an adult. I'm like, this is stupid. This movie <laughs> like, sucks dick. Yeah. This movie doesn't make any sense. I haven't seen it in a long time, but Poltergeist no, 1, think, solid yeah. fucking movie. really yeah, is. Yeah, Poltergeist 1, I, I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for it. I always will. I got a hard spot for, for Joe Beth Williams. It's, oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, Poltergeist, when she gets that, she's wearing that jersey, that sports jersey. Oh, yeah. Bathtub, I think it's a Bears jersey. Something like that, the ghosts mm. like push her against the wall and she's rolling up and down the ceiling. Ooh, yeah, show me that tummy, baby. <laughs> show me that cotton panties. You got Coach in there. Coach is great. He's wonderful in it. It's just a fun, funny movie. And then, like, the end where he goes, just that scene with a, with a land developer t- takes him up to the ridge. Says, this is going to be your new house. He says, oh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. We're, we're going to move the cemetery? Why? It's not like it's uh, it's just Indian burial ground. <laughs> Wait, what? Phase yeah. one down below. That's where we started it. 
we moved the bodies out of there. We moved the cemetery down the road. You moved the tombstones, but you didn't move the body. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, how a great and then the imploding, how the house implodes. Who comes up with that? Like that's the ending of the movie. It's like, yeah, how about the movie? Uh, how do you want this movie to end? Your haunted house movie to end? Oh, uh, how about it gets sucked into another dimension? But it, it <laughs> it's imploding. Right back. It doesn't blow up. It implodes. Like, oh fuck. But you can't tell show. me this isn't Spielberg. Yeah. This, it has him yeah. written all over it. Yeah, that's the thing. I, hey, there's a lot more in that movie, too, where it's very Spielbergian, so I don't know. He's got that close-up. They got the close-up shots where they look. They do that close-up look. Up, and they look, they look in, in the sky, and it's, it's, you know, in awe. They got that close-up awe shot. That's what Spielberg uses in almost every one of his movies. I don't know. I, I I don't know. This is our first episode to go above 45 minutes. My God. It might be the only one. It will be the only one. Whenever we do, like, official lists, they might go above. Because it's hard to discuss 13, 26 things in, in 45 yeah. minutes. But yeah, I feel satisfied with our lists. They're pretty good. Very good. Yes, different movies. We didn't double up too much. No, just a few. Yeah, really, so the, couple, yeah, it follows yeah. in Exorcist Three. That's it. Pretty much, yeah. You didn't have The Shining on your list or honorable mentions. That's kind of amazing. Well, I for, I again, yeah, uh, some movies I'll forget, but yeah, Shining definitely is honorable mention. Wow. But yeah. So next next week on the show, we're continuing with our October theme. Do you want to do top? So we talked about top ten horror movie villains. I'm con, I'm just saying top ten scariest villains, regardless okay. of genre. Yeah, that sounds good. We can do that. Just whoever's terrified you the most as as yeah. a as a villain. That sounds so good. So ten of those and we'll keep that one right. to forty five minutes because we're not discussing entire movies at that point. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And you can be really creative with that list. I got my number one already. Uh oh. Yeah, that that's why I specified it this way. Wow. Oh. Cause I'm like, my number one isn't in a horror movie, but right. terrified me. To the it's point, Walter, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. Dickless. Dickless here. Where did Dick? Where does Dick go? Why do you have to shut it off? If you didn't shut it off, there'd be no movie. But no, leave it on. You're the reason that you know New York City, Manhattan got covered in marshmallow. That's your fault, Walter Peck. You dickless fuck. All right, sorry. Let's get out of here, right? Okay. Next week, top 10 scariest villains. Sounds good. All right. Hour 10. Let me see if I can get to the exit intro. I'm scrolling down here looking. No, he just left. He just flat out left. Dick just left. Let me play the outro then, because Dick left. Sorry, let's play the official one. Fuck you, everybody. Good night. You booted yourself. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> I don't know what I hit. I How do you hit remove way at the bottom left instead of the clip on the far right?
I don't know. That I played, was weird. I I played the outro, though. Something else. I saw a good thing you did. All right. I forgot. Yeah, I don't know what happened. All right, that's all. Ending podcast. Bye. Bye. My list was better. <laughs>